When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'll be in bed and I'll be, like, logically thinking about stuff, like, oh, that's just noise, just a noise. And then, but what if it wasn't? Mm-hmm. What if it was a ghost? <clears throat> Maybe it is a ghost. It's not a ghost, but it might be a ghost. It could be a ghost. Why don't you have a look? Don't have a look. It would scare you. But I'm going to have a look. And then you have a look and it's just like, oh! I felt like there was someone standing in the doorway. And and I felt like it was somebody who was really mad at me. Hello and welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. I'm your host today, Bob Shoy. With me as always, these two, Adam Tiss. Hello. And Beef. Alright. And today we're going to be talking about haunted houses. Ooh. Yeah. Massive thanks, before we get started, yeah, massive thanks to everyone listening um, for our continually rising numbers um and all the nice feedback we've heard from everyone and we appreciate that so you know keep contacting us and talking to us um email uh-huh. unexplainable uk at mail.com that's that <laughs> great um oh tis let me just pull up a story um uh, someone sent me us a message on the email mm-hmm. about their haunted house they lived in and um, they lived there for about three years. And so they've got... It's a massive story. I can't go into it on this podcast. But it's really interesting. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a link to their account on the blog for anyone who wants to read it. Um, it's just basically three years of this guy living in this house with all this stuff constantly happening. But one of the things that happened was that he would experience sleep paralysis, which he doesn't experience anywhere else and hasn't before. But in this house, he would experience sleep paralysis. Which yeah. was interesting because it ties into our last episode. Yeah, yeah. And we talked about um, it happening in certain locations, and that's what he experienced. Mm, interesting. So, um, yeah, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a link on the blog, weirdtalesintheunexplainable.blogspot.com. Go on there, and uh, you can read this guy's account if you're interested. Now, on with the show, unless you guys have anything to chuck in. Uh, next show, I am going to be. Looking at demon possession, mm. so which has been a, a long anticipated show, mm. particularly for me anyway. For me, so I'm <clears throat> hoping to interview um, and to bring some material with me. But if any of you guys listening have any stories, 
then please get in touch because I'm sure we'd love to share. Or even if you want to share one live um, as we record, that, that'd be awesome. But mm. please get in touch. Yeah, definitely. De- and anything as well, If you just keep messaging us because even if we don't get to use your stories, we love hearing them. And, you know, we might use them way down the line. Sometimes I hold them back if a more relevant um, episode comes up. For example, today uh, we talked to Janine from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. who messaged us about her haunted house after our very first episode. And, um, Tish, you're right. What are you laughing at? Laughing. <laughs> yeah. We'll um, play our conversation later in the show. Mm. I'll, I'll put it later in the show. But, you know, that I sometimes I hold back your messages and then we contact you again when it's more relevant or use them later. Tis, what's going on, mate? <laughs> just got the giggles. Oh, my God. We've, this has been going on all afternoon. We've had to hold off recording because Tis won't stop laughing. I'm starting again. Hello and welcome. <laughs> you know what? I was almost going to say hello and welcome to... Ghost Story of the Week. Oh, really? Because this episode is basically all Ghost Story of the Week. Yeah. All right. Um, so I probably won't have, well, any of the stories you like in this episode, consider that this week's Ghost Story of the Week. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, we spoke to Janine, we'll play that later on. But for now, let's get started. Guys, what do you think about haunted houses in general? I'll start, <laughs> because Tish is laughing again. What is wrong <laughs> with you? You're like a child. Wait, this should be on... Weird tales and unexplainable. When your brain just froze at you, the funniest things. What is it to making you laugh? Just, mate, there's a million things that I can't stop thinking about. Just making me laugh. Oh. <laughs> it's really good that we're not talking about anything serious. It's mm. so hard. I'm not laughing at anything on the show. He's going to come just to your demonic totally. possession show like this. Yeah. No, he's not. <laughs> I'm trying to live with a child. Oh god, I need to stop. I need to put out of my head any funny thoughts. To answer the question, you answer. answer yeah, answer tell... me seriously. Get your head in the game. Yeah. Haunted houses. Yeah. What do you think about them? Um, I've never been to a haunted house. Right. I've never been to a house or heard about any, apart from obviously we spoke to um, Janine before. Well, that's the first instance of a haunted house you've ever heard of. Yeah, pretty much. Real life. I've heard about it on TV, but everyone's heard about it on TV. So yeah, not a lot. I don't know. Any, I'm not very well versed in the. Uh... What um, what are your views on it? Like when you hear the stories that that are out there, or the stuff you read online, mm-hmm. what do you? What are your thoughts on it? What do you I think? said to Bob earlier, the ghost thing. Um, my understanding of it, and the the typical way it's like a specific guy, like. Derek Akora, you ever seen Derek Akora TV shows? Yeah. Just that type of ghost, that type of uh, mythos about ghosts is, to me, doesn't strike me as real. Yeah, but he's... Or, um, or realistic. Derek Akora kind of... Um, I, I used to watch some of his stuff, and then he started like putting voices together mm-hmm. as the ghost, like talking as the ghost. Mm. and putting on a funny accent and his face would scrunch up and I just couldn't watch it anymore. Well, he's a proven was... fraud, right? Yeah. Is he? They made up... One time they made up a load of stories about a ghost in this house. Said, oh yeah, we think it's haunted by this like spirit who used to live here and it's a young boy and all this stuff. They made it all up. And then he started to... Oh yeah, I can feel him. 
oh yeah, there's a young boy here, and he started going through all this stuff, and then they were like, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. That was the um, most haunted crew, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's the most haunted. The thing that I didn't believe about it is that most of his ghosts were Scouse, which is just <laughs> <laughs> not consistent enough. No, what Janine said about ghosts, actually, was mm-hmm. totally like, yeah, cool. Well, we'll come to that later. The, um... But ghosts, like, the word has got a stigma about it, which makes you think of the typical thing. You know when people say God and they believe of the beady guy in the sky? Yeah, yeah. It's like that for ghosts. It's like when you say ghosts, I think of people that existed. The spirit of some particular dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't believe that. I don't believe that the ego travels with you after death. One thing that... Um, like, Well, two, I've got two thoughts, really. Um, one is that um, I, I do believe in a lot of people that have these experiences... I do believe, you know, a lot of them say, oh, it's linked to, I don't know, maybe someone was murdered there or maybe something awful happened or someone lived there before that was, like, practiced witchcraft or yeah. something. Like, I do believe that. I do believe that stuff, that when people, when you have somewhere that's haunted, it's for a reason. So the, the, the bad energy of a misdeed in that location can linger. Yeah, I think it's like it's almost like um, the spirits or whatever's there have mm-hmm. like a a reason to be there. Like they have almost like authority to be there mm-hmm. because something has happened which has caused them to be there in the first place. The other thing, um, which is less serious, this is just something that makes me laugh. Right. Um, when you hear some of these stories, you get when people say, "Oh, the, like I heard these noises," and then I heard them in different different places in the house, mm-hmm. or it's like. I, I, I wonder why ghosts are kind of having a little laugh with us. Yeah, I, I always wonder that as well. But then some people say, oh, it's a mischievous spirit or it's a malicious spirit and it's different. Yeah, I think I'm, I do think, yeah, like I say, I do genuinely think that some of these things are, are real and they're quite terrifying. But I think, and it's the same with movies as well, when you see a, like a spirit in a movie, they always seem to just be like playing with the person. Mm. Or... Like, why are there no like modern ghosts? You know, yeah, it's he always a man in a Victorian house. Like, oh, he's in a Victorian house and he had Victorian clothes on, or oh, he's like a seventies ghost yeah. with an you afro. Never get a skateboarding kid. <laughs> get a grunge emo kid. <laughs> yeah, sat in the corner. Yeah, and that's they true. Really yeah, you'd be like, oh, I could hear like Victorian music jangling around. You never hear like some Nirvana <laughs> blaring from. <laughs> you trying to say that there's no Kurt Cobain ghost? Well, I wasn't even making that relevant just because you said a grunge ghost. I was like, oh, is this you can hear his Walkman as he walks past. <laughs> his mini-disc player. <laughs> oh, the ghost yeah. of mini-disc is haunting oh, the house. <laughs> yeah. uh, I found a Betamax in my cupboard and it must have been a ghost because I don't know about um, And so, well, you kind of started discussing it anyway, um, but ghosts in general... Yeah. My next question was going to be, do you believe in ghosts? But we sort of dis- discovered that. Yeah. It's, sort of, it's a hard question because it's like, well, I believe in something. Yeah. But it's what do you believe? For um, me to believe in ghosts, you'd have to. You have to tell me what you mean by ghosts, mm. and then I'd say whether I believe in that form of ghosts well, because it's such a term that can be. You know, when I say ghosts, I mean something. You say ghosts, you mean something yeah. else, and I can't. You've already said you don't believe in what people deem as the classic yeah. well, version of what I'm not, is. I'm not ruling it out. Mm. But in my... It just doesn't interest me. Mm-hmm. 
Because nothing, no, no, like, no, no, but nothing is like that's that type of ghost story. Like ghost stories interest me, mm-hmm. but that theory on it bores me. Okay. Because it's not an interesting enough theory. It's very human. It's like very basic. It's like, oh yeah, it must be that person and this and that. Like it's it's not far out enough. It's um strange that I would be doing the Haunted Houses episode as I don't believe in ghosts. But I love a ghost story and I love hearing weird tales and the unexplainable, which is why we do the podcast. Yeah. I love hearing it. I love being able to be like, well, I can't explain that. That's weird. But don't necessarily believe in it. But that isn't to discredit anyone yeah. or to say, well, I don't believe what you're telling me. I believe what you're telling me. Yeah. I just don't believe it's a ghost. But that's what kind of what we're talking about. Um, because for me, like we've said, between us, we have a Christian, an atheist, and an agnostic. Now, for me, as an atheist, to believe in the classical form of what a ghost is would be to believe in the afterlife, and to believe in the afterlife would be to, for me to believe in a religion, right? Yeah, for you to believe in a ghost would mean you'd have to believe in an awful lot more. Exactly. In order for, for your whole ideology to work. So exactly. Whereas... For me, uh, yeah, I guess I, I kind of agree with Tiss in the sense that do I believe in ghosts when people think of ghosts? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't believe that. I don't believe that Victorian people hang around. <laughs> it's almost like yeah. they're waiting. It's like they they go to the centre and they've got someone stood there who's like the oldest ghost, the elder ghost, and they're like, "All right, guys, we need you to go to this location. We've got a new family that moved in this week," and they yeah. go, "All right, okay," and they go, "Okay, we need you to go and." Just, just, just cause a scene. Maybe slam a few doors, turn the lights on and off. Like when it's stuff like that, I can't. I, I, I don't know. And I think a lot of people admit this when they share their stories. They say, to be honest, it was probably just the plumbing. Yeah. Like, but I can't believe that there would just be like a mischievous. Like, I don't. I don't know. Maybe in the afterlife, people do get a bit bored. And but well, I, 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 like I've said before, I do believe in spirits. I do believe yeah. we are all spirits in different in different bodies okay. um, but yeah to play devil's know. advocate actually it's worth noting that we could all be wrong as well yeah well yeah it's, that's the great thing though right yeah it yeah. could be what would you do if you like you know when you die you realise yeah you're like, you, oh god they give like, me a Victorian uniform oh my god go <laughs> it was <laughs> no but it was it was and you're just like oh I was wrong about that to be fair if that and did it happen if I died and uh, there was just a bloke stood there, and he was like, "All right, um, I'm I'm Elder Ghost," and <laughs> I, I can imagine it to be like failed actors, right? And they just, yeah, I don't know, be a laugh, I suppose. I'd like to team up with you guys. Thing is, it would be you'd be like, "Well, I suppose this isn't the worst way to spend an afterlife. I get to just pull pranks on people. I get to be like punked, but <laughs> that's going to get boring pretty quick." Yeah, I'd have to evaluate the rules of being a ghost because if I could if I could go anywhere, then I'd just go to the See the world. Space. Yeah. We go to space. <laughs> That's why there's no ghosts. The Victorians ones don't believe in space. Well, they didn't travel so, so they much. So they stayed on Earth. And then all of us, we knew about space. So we just went, nah, fuck it. We'll start in and, Jupiter and, all and we'll the, carry all on. The, all the cavemen ghosts died and went, mm-hmm. what do you mean space? Wow, That's, that's amazing. Mental. I've never heard anyone say a caveman ghost either. Yeah. It's always Victorian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or an and animal like, and like you say it's really not it's really not to discredit <laughs> anyone it's just if you've seen someone or you've seen a shadow and they were wearing Victorian clothing 
that's fine. My but... dad one time took a picture while he was fishing across the lake in the morning. And in the picture, there's a figure, a man that wasn't there. Mm. And I was, I've been fascinated by this photo because, like I said, I don't believe in ghosts, but I know there wasn't a guy there, so I'm like, what the fuck's up with this picture? But he was wearing Victorian clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm going to try and dig that picture out. If I can find that picture on my hard drive, I'll, I'll put it on the blog as well. I think you've shown me that yeah, picture. Yeah, I've shown you that. It's, it's a ghost standing on the other side. He's sort it's of, on the other side of the river. Yeah, you can't see. It's from like the knees upwards. It's almost like he's out coming out of the water on the other side of the lake. Yeah. Here's another theory that I just thought of, actually. <laughs> um, the whole parallel universe. Maybe, um, you know, time is is like layered. And and our time with the Victorian time is is matching up parallel, and then the, we're seeing echoes. Yeah, we're seeing the Victorians, and then the Victorians mm. saw you know their I don't know. Maybe, that's it. Maybe in Victorian times they were seeing us sitting around podcasting or something. Yeah, no, because they would have invented podcasts. <laughs> they can only see the past though. Having said that, Victorian clothing is just really plain, isn't it? So maybe it's not the Victorian. Maybe just. You Maybe it's just very enough. like dressed down in the afterlife. Yeah. Still very plain. Funeral. No, ghosts. no Nikes. <laughs> Having said that, because everyone's buried in a suit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If we start burying people in like clown outfits, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that'd be terrifying. A clown, clown ghost. Yeah. Oh no, no. I take that back. I don't want to see that. Okay, moving on to my next question. Um, so, if we're saying we don't believe in a certain type of what a ghost is, or we do, or whatever. Now, you can't deny that some people have stories or have lived in or there's some houses where um, events seem to happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Some houses where throughout history had so many strange occurrences. So if that's the case, what makes a house haunted? What can make that one location be the location where everything will happen and one other house will have nothing? Mm. Because that's what interests me. What do you mean? So why is it bi-local to that? Yeah, like why... If there's no such thing as a ghost, or no such thing as someone haunting a specific house, what makes certain houses have a recurring number of events happening in them? So strange things happening in specific locations. Hmm. Um, well, that could be where the uh, dimension tear is the thinnest. It's thin, yeah? Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's just that theory. Mm. Um, I mean, there it's could hard. be a million reasons. Yeah, well, it's hard. For, it's hard to give an answer. All this of them is, unprovable. I don't have an answer because this is this is kind of the this question is what kind of made me want to do the show. If I don't believe in ghosts, but mm-hmm. want to do a show about ghosts, yeah, and people have all these tales of certain houses or legendary tales, I'm going to go into some of the most haunted places soon. Um, well, if that's not a ghost, what makes that location a haunted location? Why are strange things constantly in that one place? Mm. Maybe the bad energy. That's it. We, we, we don't, builds up that's and what creates anomalies. Is it the negative energy? Because a lot of it is like something very bad happened in that place. And maybe the energy is not necessarily spirits or ghosts or anything. Mm. Negative energy lingers in a location. Yeah, I Maybe. think, uh, yeah, I think for me that that's what works. I suppose if 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 we're going to talk about haunted houses, and if it's like a recurring thing where you get people who say, "Oh, this stuff happens year upon year upon year," you know, we we um, at church a few years ago, we once had this guy come in, and and he came in through. We have like a, a an area of our church um, which like caters to 
like people in our area in need of like clothes and all sorts of stuff. And we had this one guy that came in, um, and he just started talking about oh, yeah, all these like ghosts keep coming into my house, and like yeah, I feel like my house is haunted. And it was like months he'd come in and you know, and he mentioned it. And uh, we then found out that he like did um, him and his friends would. Uh, I don't like the word play because I don't think it describes what you do, but they'd like play a Ouija board. Okay. And I'm like, oh well, there you go. That's your problem. Stop mm-hmm. doing that. And yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get the end of that story. But that, that for me, that works. It's not like the cleanest explanation. Yeah, but no, it's I know something. Mean, yeah. So I guess the other question would be, how would a Ouija board open this portal, or yeah. unlock these vibes? You know what? I'm going to go into that in a future episode. I have oh. an idea for doing a show all about contact with the afterlife. Seances, Ouija boards, yeah. all that stuff. Um, psychic, mystics, whatever they're called. I don't know. Psychic mediums. Yeah, mediums. All that stuff. I'm going to do an episode all about that. Awesome. Don't get excited because that's going to be way down the line. I've got a few <laughs> I need to do first. Yeah. Now, um, shall we play our conversation with Janine now so we can get someone's personal experience and then we'll go yeah. into something else? Sounds okay, good. so um, just before we start recording, we had a call from um, Janine, who I think is from Minnesota. I said earlier on the show, um, we're going to play that conversation right now. Hello, this is Janine calling. Hi. Hello. Um, Hello. Um, so you actually emailed us uh, just after we did our very first episode um, yeah. about you lived in a couple of houses that you, you said were haunted. Yes. Do you want to tell us a little bit about them? I haven't told Tiss or Beef anything about these stories or anything. I'm the only one that's read them. Can you just tell us a little bit about those houses? Okay. Um well, the the first one, let's see. Well, okay. So my boyfriend and I moved into this house. We were renting it. And um, it was like, it was really, it just had a really creepy vibe to it from the very beginning. But we kind of, and we didn't really want to rent that house, but we were pressed to get out of the place where we were living at the time. And the first night we slept in the house, I heard like, um, this. I woke up to this giant crash um, like on the floor above me in the attic, it sounded kind of like a piano or something that had crashed to the ground. And there was all these scratching noises on like someone was, or like an animal was scratching on the floor. And, uh, I would hear those every night pretty much. Um, and we like looked in the attic. We, we thought maybe like there were animals getting, like squirrels getting in. And we never found any, any like evidence of squirrels coming in. So, you know, it was just kind of a creepy house and we knew we knew we were probably not gonna live there for very long. What um, was um what was in the attic? Was there things in there before you moved in? No, there was there was no stuff in there. It was just like an empty space. It had like storage ca- cabinets built into the walls. But other than that there was nothing it was totally clean and, you know, empty. Okay. Um, yeah. Wow. And I'd lay in like the room where we had the T V and stuff and I just kinda like stretched out and closed my eyes. And um, with the lights out, because I was getting headaches a lot, and my boyfriend would be in the kitchen just doing his thing. And when I opened my eyes from my nap, I would see, like, orbs in the in the air, like little colored balls just sort of floating and moving and traveling, and they were, like, all different colors. And they would, like, come towards me. They, like, they sort of seemed like they were checking me out. It was really weird. And um, one time, I was... Uh, Sitting in empty room in the house because we didn't really even unpack that stuff because we knew that we didn't want to stay there. And I was just sitting in the middle of the room, sort of looking at it, 
I was thinking about like should I unpatch it, decorate this room, and I heard this like tapping on the wall, like in one place, and then I short I heard it in another spot, and it kind of started like ping ponging all around like the walls and the ceiling until like there were so many taps going so fast it was like um, it was like a popcorn popper, like I was inside of one. It was really bizarre, and it wasn't like just the house settling or making noises or anything like that. You said, um, um, how how long did you live in this house for? Um, not very long. Uh, like, just to about maybe, I can't remember, maybe about four or five months. So, and as soon as you moved in, you sort of knew you didn't want to stay there? Right away, yeah, right away. And the landlady was really creepy, too. Like, um, she, she, we got a really bad vibe from her, and she kind of, she was sort of mean. She, she didn't live in the area, she lived in Florida, but she sent us really weird messages and was like kind of wanted to always change the rules and the rent and stuff like that she so she wasn't good either and she kind of creeped us out okay um and then i mean finally we when we were moving we decided this is this is the thing that really the freaky part of the story like um mm. we were moving our stuff out and um we went back to just check like I, we went back to the attic to just check because we had put a few boxes up there and we just wanted to make sure we didn't miss anything and um, I opened one of the cabinets, like there's the storage cabinets built into the wall just to see if, there, if we had anything in there. And there's this piece of cardboard and, I, and it had drawing on it. And I pulled it out and it was like a big piece of cardboard cut in the shape of a tombstone. And someone had like drawn on it with crayon and it said, rest in, rest in hell, my dead has husband Robert. Wow. And some other stuff and like some really weird symbols. It was just horrifying. And then we just like left and never came back. <laughs> so, so the um, uh, hey Janine, it's Beef. Hey. Hey. Um, the the tombstone cardboard thing that you guys found was that um. Yes. So you got you didn't really like you didn't find it earlier when you first moved in. This was like when you were moving out. Right. Yeah. We never found it because like I think we had when we when we first checked out the attic. We looked in a couple cabinets because they were like they were all up and down the walls, and they were they were the ones we looked in were empty, and we just we never bothered to look in that particular one. Wow! And we never used them, so yeah, it was just like a weird thing. So you you think the the house itself was haunted? Yeah, my theory is the landlady because she was just like I I don't want to talk too long about her, but she was just really she was just like seemed like a really bad person possibly doing some bad things and uh i have a feeling that she like got someone or maybe herself like put a curse on her husband and 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 or maybe he died and i think that like that noise in the attic was connected to that cardboard and and him and some bad thing between the two of them okay you know i don't know if it was a ghost per se but it was some kind of bad energy thing this is something i'm discovering a lot where a lot of people who say a house is haunted or has um, strange sightings or whatever in it, it, it normally seems to revolve around something bad happening in that location. And yeah. You agree with that, yeah? Absolutely, yeah. I think um, just based on the woman and, and just the, the all the interactions we had with her, you know, she just seemed, like, really wrong, you know? And, like, like if, if, there, if there were, like, people who were, like, witches or doing bad spells, she would fit the type. You, you definitely think the landlady was connected in some way to the haunting yeah for sure i just like i just i guess it's a gut feeling thing but i think so okay 
What about your boyfriend? Yeah. Did he experience anything else? Um... No, he couldn't. He never. He would always sleep through all the noise, um, and he never saw the orbs that I saw. And um, I was I was alone that when I was hearing all this massive tapping going on. But he did. He he picked up on the creepy feel. He didn't like living there either. The orb thing would that? How often would that happen? Or did that happen only once? Or how many times? That would happen regularly. Like. It seemed like a routine because every night I'd come home from work, lay down in this room, and just have a rest, and I'd see them pretty much every time. And was it always in the same place? Yeah, it was. It was. I would always be laying on this sort of day bed, and um, they would all they would sort of be floating all around the room. They kind of filled the room, but it was just in that room. Maybe because it was dark, I didn't see them anywhere else. But they were in, in that room always. Okay. And um, yeah. w- when you heard the tapping noises, was was it you? You were in your living room when when you could hear the tapping noises that sounded like popcorn. Was was that? Yeah, yeah. Like, how long did that last for? Do you, do you know? Like, was it quite a long time? It seemed kind of long, but it, it was probably like a minute or two. Mm. It seemed like it was. It seemed like forever, forever when it happened, but I think it was probably sure. just like a minute or so. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really weird. Yeah. It was, it was scary. The weird thing, it was just like, it felt so bad to be there. Like, you know, it was, you know, you know when you just have a really bad feeling? Yeah. And I don't know how to explain it, but you just feel like I, I can't be here. You can't really explain the feeling, but I'm sure everyone's experienced it where you, you walk into a building and you have just a sense of unease around you. Yeah, it's a very uh, palpable kind of feeling. Hmm. Kind of really physical. Did you say you you lived in another house where things happened? Yes, I did, and in that one, like that that one, I, I that was an actual ghost that I actually caught a glimpse of once. Okay. Wow. And actually, after my boyfriend and I, we 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 knew we wanted to get out of that house. We bought a we bought a house, and this was the house that we bought. And so we had lived in this little spooky house, bought a house, and move and we're moving into it. So. Let's see, like, the first thing that happened, and this was like an old house, really big, uh, and it was like a real fixer-upper. It, it had been owned by an old man. It had, like, carpeting everywhere, like shag carpeting and paneling on the walls and tons of wallpaper, and it was really dirty. And we were starting to, um, like, work on it, and I was doing, like, a lot of scraping of wallpaper. And uh, one day I was doing wallpaper, and I know, I started hearing this, like pounding sound and it, it sounded like someone was pounding on a pipe so I kind of just didn't think of anything because I thought maybe it was just the plumbing making noises because that happens sometimes mm. but it kept kind of happening so then I went I, it kind of sounded like it was in the basement so I went to the basement and it stopped and so then I went back to the wallpaper and um, pretty soon I heard it again but this time it sounded like it was coming from the upstairs so I went to the upstairs and as soon as I got up there, it stopped, and then it started down in the basement. So it seemed like it was like it was trying to get me to to go find it, but then it, it was like teasing me, you know. Mm. And I would hear that like pretty much every time I worked on the house, I would hear that pounding sound. But this was probably the scariest. I was in, I think it might have been like the first week we were there, and I was in a room, and I was painting in the room and I had my back to the door and the the door was open. It was a bedroom. And um, all of a sudden, like, I felt like there was someone standing in the doorway. And, uh, and I felt like it was somebody who was really mad at me. It was really weird. And like all the, 
the hairs rose up on the back of my neck and like that has never happened to me before and so like I never knew what that meant when people said you know like my hair stood up on end Mm -hmm. but it like it really did and it was it was like electrifyingly scary and and I turned around and I felt like it wasn't like a wind but I felt like something rushing at me like I felt like someone was coming at me I got out of there really fast, and I was standing in the hallway, just like kind of freaking out. And then I looked into the bathroom, and the lights were on in the bathroom. They had there was a like two kind of lights like on either side of the medicine cabinet, and they were like sizzling. They're making this like sizzling and bubbling sound, and they were kind of flashing um, from like bright to dim. And I and I was like, oh my god! And I yelled down to my boyfriend, I'm like, are you doing anything with the power right now? And he was like, no, I'm watching TV. And uh, so I'm like, whoa. And I went into the bathroom, and I was looking at the lights, and I was facing the mirror of the medicine cabinet, and I saw, like, a face behind me in the mirror. And it was, like, an, it was like kind of an old lady face, and it, like, had this horrible, like, leer on it. And I just went out of there, and I, I never wanted to go in that room again after that. Like, I, I didn't finish painting it, and I, I was just freaked out about that room. And could you actually make out the um, the facial features? Yeah, um, kind of. Like it looked like a person. They were kind of shadowy, mm. but I could see that. I could see that it was like kind of a wrinkly face and um, kind of a certain like sort of hooked shaped nose. And I could tell it was a woman. Mm-hmm. And there was sort of like some scraggly hair. I couldn't really see a body or anything. It was like a face over my shoulder. So that's kind of all I saw was the head. And so you feel like this house was um, haunted by that one particular spirit? Well, I didn't. I didn't necessarily think that right at that time, but eventually, yeah, I did. I didn't as- suspect like it was a lady that particular spirit, because that was the only time I ever saw like a person. But like I, I kept hearing all that pounding all the time when I would work on the house. Like the other house, did you feel like you had to get out of this house, or did you stay there for quite a while? Well. We bought the house, so yeah. we've kind of felt like, I just sort of felt like, what are we going to do, like try to sell it again? That would be kind of a bother, and we wanted to fix it up and make it our house. Mm-hmm. My feeling was like, oh, this house has weird stuff going on, but I'm just going to kind of ignore it, you know? So I've, I've got to admit, if, if, I, if I'd have seen like that, that face in the mirror... I'd have I'd have left yeah. the house. I'd have probably burnt the house down. <laughs> so <laughs> I know, I know, but you know, like it was our first house, and that and yeah, I don't know. Like all my life, though, I've like sort of sort of seen weird stuff like that and had weird experiences. So, so for me, it was sort of like, well, that stuff goes on. Like, oh, do you think um, it's you in particular? Do you think uh, ghosts tend to gravitate towards you in some way? I think that I, yeah, maybe they do. I think for sure that I notice, I notice those kind of anomalies more than other people. Okay. You know, like, I, I don't know. My mom was like that, too. She would always have weird stuff that happened to her like that. So I, I guess I was a little bit used to it, although this one, like, when I saw that lady and I felt like my that my hackles go up, like, that was the, that was the worst the worst scare I ever had from any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, that sounds you know, that terrifying. Over my lifetime. That does sound horrible. Did um did your boyfriend like did you so you say that you feel like you experience stuff like this quite often. Did your boyfriend yeah. experience it on a similar level or was it a bit less dramatic for him? He would notice some of the things like that I noticed too. Like in our kitchen there would be this 
all of a sudden there would be like a little puddle of water on the floor and he would find those too. And like, we'd mop them up and dry it off. And like, like an hour later it would be back. And like he would encounter that a lot. And he looked for all the pipes and things and could never find there was any pipes or anything near the house you live in now. How, how is that? Is that okay? Yeah. I live in an apartment now. Actually, you know what? I used to see like a weird little boy sitting on the stairs, like just for a flash when I would come up my stairs. That's and like a little kid from like from in seventies clothes, but I haven't seen him for a long time. I kind of forgot about him. Oh, oh that's sad. Yeah, but weird. This boy, did you feel like he was negative? Had negative energy around him, or he was more friendly, or what? No, you know, he seemed like like I like my um, my vibe that I got from him was that he was like a like a nice little kid who was like like just waiting for someone to come home in the building. Okay. And Huh. Yeah, it seemed it seemed a little sad, like he was just kind of waiting for somebody. So, what um, if someone says a ghost or a spirit? What what exactly do you think that is? I think there's different things they can be. Like I've I've sort of been researching or and reading like about like multi dimensions and stuff, and like maybe some of the 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 things that we experience, like that that you know we call ghosts, might be like something happening happening in a parallel universe yeah like a shadow from somewhere else you know like and if for some reason the separation is kind of thin or for, at that point or like i think that that sometimes can be it mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. i also think that like there can be like emotional imprints of people mm-hmm. in places that they were attached to i think that's like another kind yeah. of ghost where they are you know they are like literally haunting a place that they you know, don't want to leave or feel safe. You know, for some reason they want to want to be there. So that's kind of my two two theories. I think a lot of it could be the par- parallel universe thing, where like you're just seeing something out of time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Tiss Tiss um, also believes that as well. That's like Tiss's main theory, I think, isn't it, Tiss? No. Oh. Oh right. No, I I don't disbelieve parallel universes, but that's not one of Oh. Okay. Sorry, ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> We're just trying to get. Tiss off the floor. He, whenever someone calls in, Tiss hides because he's nervous to talk to people oh, on the no. phone. <laughs> Maybe the stories are scaring him. I feel I feel like too many cooks for the broth, and I think you guys do such a good job. I just don't want I don't want to interject. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks, man. We we're gonna have to move on now, I think, Janine. But thanks for calling okay. in. We really appreciate hearing your stories. Oh, absolutely. I love your show. It's really great. Thank you oh, for listening. We thank you very that. much. You're welcome. Thanks a lot. Thanks, okay. Janine. Okay. See Take you. care. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. And we're back. Oh, to uh, drink his coconut not, water. Not quite back. Mm-hmm. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> so that was our conversation with Janine. Um, like I was saying to you guys, I was reluctant to ask too many things to her mm-hmm. before we'd had a chance to discuss things amongst ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, what did you would think to the stuff she was saying? Um, uh, yeah, I thought it was really interesting. I think some of it was, um, and this is why it was important to not discredit what she was saying at all, because mm-hmm. it sounds horrible. But some of it was, it was interesting to see that it was like, there was a whole range of stuff that went on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of it was just a few noises and then nothing really happened. It was just, um, but then that, the the, the part in, in her living room where she could hear all the like, tapping and it was it got yeah 
it like higher and higher and higher until it was like almost like popcorn around her. That was that was weird. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and then she casually dropped in the little boy at the end. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's like, like oh wow, okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I, fair play to her. I'd have freaked out and moved way before she did. Well, the, the face in the mirror is the one. Yeah, that would you. that'd be it for me. We talked about it on on shows before where we say a mirror or a window. It just seems <laughs> like, classic, doesn't it? Yeah. Like you know, we we've if seen that it happened in, in a computer simulation game. I would not play that game again. Uh, yeah, so that happened in real life. Yeah, exactly. When it has I happened, mean, there you go. That's... Well, like, I remember playing Fahrenheit years ago, and yeah. there's a bit where you you close the mirror and there's a face behind you. Yeah. I, I had to stop playing the game for like an hour and then yeah. go back to it so and then remember to life, not stop, look in the mirror. Stop playing the game of living there. Um, yeah, <laughs> but it's um, like you say, some stuff sounds dramatic and some stuff's just very minor. Um, and you know some stuff you could say okay well the, the banging you say oh okay that could be the plumbing she said that herself maybe it's the plumbing mm. and then you can say well I don't think it's the plumbing because of all this other stuff that happened there mm. but I can't explain it maybe it's linked in but maybe it's not yeah you know I mean that's it makes you question things that seemed in mm. more innocent yeah and I think um, yeah just just the I mean the the feeling like when she explained um uh, when she was painting, mm-hmm. and then that that feeling that she got of of fear, like mm-hmm. you can't you can't explain that feeling. I've had it a couple of times. I don't know if you guys have, but we you, did sort of discuss it. On yeah, I think we mentioned it. Yeah, but I just you you can't. Um, and there's no way to explain it. And it at, when you're in that moment, you're very aware of what's around you. Mm-hmm. Even if even if you look around and it's not there, it feels like it's like it feels like there's something right there in front of you. But you're the only one. So I would be interested. Maybe if her boyfriend came up the stairs and saw like, there was nothing there, maybe mm. he wouldn't have felt it. But yeah, it was really interesting. Um, another interesting thing she said was about um, she felt like the first place. She felt specifically like that was a curse, mm. which I haven't. I haven't looked into any other stories where it's like someone said I think it was a curse. Mm. Interesting. Um, mm. So that's not something I thought about before. Because she had that feeling and that the thing she found in the loft about the, the dead guy or whatever. It's very strange. Yeah, the couple tombstone. Yeah, that's a really strange thing to find. <laughs> that was that was a little bit it's unsettling. Like, it's okay to find when you're moving out. It's like, well, at least I'm going. You find that the day you move in. Oh, great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here for a while now. <clears throat> Another thing it could be, like um, when she said about the landlady, it could be her... Um, and this is like way out there on the... Uh, things but like it could be her channeling bad vibes towards that house through her memories and mm. it could be through resonance in frequency not even creating those things well yeah not not intentionally yeah she wouldn't know what she's doing obviously mm. but through her own if she had bad experience of that house she'd obviously think on it and maybe that would create a resonance and she even mentioned loop. um possible um, witchcraft she said that she seemed like the sort of person who would practice witchcraft mm. um, which is a whole other topic which I'd love to talk about on a future show or one of us to do a show on witchcraft and yeah definitely so I wouldn't do it I would rather listen I would to love that. It. Yeah. that's us nominating beef because we yeah. both want to listen to some witchcraft yeah, yeah. stories <laughs> researching right. that would be intense man yeah I just want to take the information and mm. run with it really <laughs> strange I did a bit on witch doctors so I'll just do the other side yeah, of the coin the yeah, we could visit um, Pendle Hill where they do all the witchcraft. That's in the UK. We could visit that. That sounds delightful. Creepy place. 
Um, anyway, moving on. Have you, well, you've already answered this for me. You've never lived in or visited something you would deem to be a haunted house? Um, yeah, I've never experienced haunted houses or um, feeling like there's a ghost around. But yeah, I've had plenty of, yeah, plenty of times demon possession is different. But I suppose mm. it's the closest I've ever come to feeling like that. I've never been in a house and experienced it. Well, a lot of people would say um, haunted houses, they sometimes say, well, it's spirits, but some people say it's demons. Uh, yeah. like, like we said with the sleep paralysis some people think it's you're seeing spirits some people think you're hallucinating some people think you're seeing demons mm. so there's a fine line between spirits and demons people they normally go hand in hand people think it's one or the other in these mm. things um, you're both wrong you've both been to haunted house your mum's been to my mum's house <laughs> <laughs> I always think about that when you say about haunted houses I was just about but to say I, apart from your mum's I, I never really experienced been... any haunted experiences no. in that house well, I, I guess I don't know I, I think the reason I didn't Mention your mum's, and I was going to say it as an afterthought at the end of my sentence, mm-hmm. like, oh, I have been to your mum's, um, is because I, I think maybe once or twice, when we've been there a few times, once or twice I might have woken up in the night and needed the toilet, but I probably thought, I don't really fancy walking down that hallway. Yeah. But, yeah, nothing like what you explained with jibs that Well, time. that feeling of uneasiness we talked about, I find sometimes I'll have that at my mum's house at night. Now... Like I say, I don't believe in ghosts, I don't know what haunted houses, but the reason I'm like, well, what makes certain things happen in certain places is because I can't deny that some places have strange things that happen in them because I've experienced many strange things in my mum's house and I always feel uneasy when I'm there, but I don't necessarily think that's the ghost, a ghost that lives there. The strange thing is, um, I visited the churchyard near to my mum's house. Bucastle Cross is quite a famous place but that's not far from my mum's house and in the graveyard of Bucastle Cross there's a little tombstone of someone that died in my mum's house Really? that was only uh, a child, like a little girl which is weird I don't believe in ghosts but it's weird that that young girl died Mm. there and some of the things that have been experienced in that house are very childlike Right, okay, yeah. So... Very yeah. strange. Now, last week I talked about the thing that me and Jibs experienced with the drawers opening and all that stuff. Yeah. And um, I'll, I'll tell you what, let's just talk about some of the stuff that's happening in my mum's house. Go on. Okay, so other times me and Jibs have stayed there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've laid in bed at night. Um, Jibs isn't my boyfriend, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this sounds like he's my boyfriend. Uh, he's just a very good friend of mine. I, I live with my girlfriend. But um, we laid there at night and heard, you know, the cutlery drawers downstairs. Cut the sound of cutlery. Everyone's asleep. You hear the sound of cutlery, that distinctive clanging of knives mm. and forks, whatever. We've heard that. We've heard. We've seen um, my sister sleepwalking. Uh. Now, my sister looks like a creepy little girl. She looks like the girl from the ring when she was a kid. Mm. And um, when we were sort of like sixteen. How old would my sister have been? Young. Yeah, like yeah. six, seven, eight. Right. Even younger than that, maybe. And she would sleepwalk. And sometimes we'd wake up and she would just be standing at the end of our bed, eyes shut, almost like in a trance. Now, that might be sleepwalking. Like you say, oh, that, that's probably just the plumbing in the other story. Mm. But when everything else strange is happening in there, it makes you feel like it's related. Especially when we've seen her like talking to people that aren't there in her sleep um, in the night. 
um, the night that all the drawers opened, that night, we found my sister sleepwalking, standing, talking to a wall um, about my hand span away from her nose and telling someone that isn't there that they shouldn't have done that. Well, that, that really freaked me out. That's what makes it creepy. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is that about? Well, yeah. I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah, yeah. But you're, you're right, because we've all been there. I think the reason um, I felt so uneasy at your mum's house when we've been there is mm-hmm. because like, you feel really vulnerable that it's just one house in the middle of this like, huge expanse of countryside. Mm-hmm. It's, like I, I, ha- it's like a haunted house from any haunted house. Yeah, it's, <laughs> film. it's so, it's like, I can't, it, it's so typical, isn't it? It's like yeah. an old like farmhouse, countryside farmhouse and yeah. with, with um, really dark hallways Mm. And, yeah, long dark hallways with mirrors and windows on either side and stuff. It's right in in Cumbria, right like kind of Scottish border sort of area. Um, so it's very desolate around, lots of fields around it. Big old house, um, right on top of a hill of all places. Yeah, I couldn't live in that house. I was just no. thinking about that actually. No, I, I did live in that house, and I don't live in that house now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if someone gave you that house for free, would you live in it? Or would you sell it? Um, well, I wouldn't want to live somewhere so desolate. Yeah, I don't yeah, think. Yeah. True. I would. It's so far away. Not in that house. Not in that house. Because <laughs> it's haunted. Because I am one of those people that I'll be in bed and I'll be like logically thinking about stuff like ah, oh, just noise, just a noise. Mm-hmm. And then, but what if it wasn't? Mm-hmm. What if it was a ghost? <clears throat> Maybe it is a ghost. It's not a ghost, but it might be a ghost. It could be a ghost. Why don't you have a look? Don't have a look. It'd mm. scare you. But I'm going to have a look. And then you have a look and it's just like, oh! and then like, I don't know, I'm the sort of person that like, when we did the podcast uh, on, I can't remember what it was, but I like ran to my car. That was after the first one. That was the first one. After the first one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I ran to my car, I locked all the doors, I checked the back seat, and then I drove and I was just like... This is ridiculous, but what makes me do that? Do you know what I mean? Well, we sat in the van talking about some of the creepy stories we talked about in the first one, and we were very creeped out then. At least I could walk into my house. And then yeah, I had to you walk, walked up into your car and you said you were scared. Car, yeah. What I will say is um, I, I really like... Um, I could never live in like London. That's mm. too busy, too yeah. crazy, too many people. Um, but I, I like Tony Go, Timmy Victorian ghost. <laughs> London's a very Victorian. Yeah. Um, I couldn't. I, yeah, I couldn't. When I used to live in Stukeley, mm-hmm. um, so I, I used. I grew up almost exactly directly opposite where Bob now lives, which is where we're recording right now. Um, is uh, so I spent seventeen years in this village, and um, I'd often go and spend time like with friends in the summer and got the park, and then go walk back to my house quite late at night. And I always used to, because it's so quiet, like at night, this is a really quiet place. There's yeah. like almost no traffic. There's no people really. So I always used to get really, really scared walking through because I didn't like the feeling of, I guess it's like that fun. Yeah, it's like a vulnerability type thing. So I like living in a town where it's like you feel like there's always something going on. And although I'm in a fairly quiet estate, like it's two minutes down the road and I'm in the middle of the town and. So yeah, I don't know. It's I, I'm with you. I, I I don't 
Yeah, and sometimes I find the drive back from here quite scary. If I'm driving yeah, back yeah. at night, I don't. It's a bit horrible. All these lanes at night are very creepy. Yeah. Anywhere in the countryside in the UK has that creepy yeah. lane vibe. Guys, we had a little bit of a discussion. Uh-huh. We've listened to a tale of haunted houses. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a little, did a little bit of research, and I looked online for some of the most haunted houses. Okay. In the UK. The US and the rest of the world. Okay. Okay? Yep. So I'm excited. Nice. Right, I'm going to do the US first because okay. that's our biggest listenership. That's awesome. Right. <clears throat> There's lots of Americans out there. Now you're going to get disputes over what's the most and what's not. So I'm just going to say, I'm going to tell five that kept coming up and, um, and a little bit about them. Um, okay, so tell me if you've ever heard of some of these. Some of these are quite famous. Um, so this is in Kansas, the Sally House. Uh, no, it looks really horrible. Yeah, I hadn't heard of this one too. This looks like a normal house, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> so the Sally House, uh, named after the prankish little girl who haunted it, this house also contained a far more malevolent spirit of a woman who escalated so much in violence towards the male owner of the house that he and his family finally moved out of fear for his life. So, okay. Well, so he's like violent. Yes. Like, so she haunts them violently. Mm, possibly poltergeist activity. But what was Sally doing while this was going on? Sally's the little girl. Yeah, but what was she doing? I uh, don't know. Pranking them. Probably. Not the time, Sally. <laughs> so, I mean? Sally. Not the time. Hang on, whoa, hang on, whoa. So, who, who is the, who's the ghost? Both. There's a little girl and a woman. That's what I mean. So they're getting violently poltergeists. And then Sally's having a bit of a play. It's just like not that. What's the difference between a poltergeist and a ghost? A poltergeist will move things, chuck things. Oh, okay. So a a poltergeist is like a Stella Artois ghost, an angry, violent <laughs> ghost. Stella yeah, Artois. normally um... Stella Artois for for people. It's <laughs> just a beer which is notorious if you drink it in England. Like people get in a fight, get in a fight, get abusive. Yeah. Um, so, so poltergeist will move stuff around and. Ghosts, normal ghosts don't. You just see them or hear them. I don't know. But poltergeists are the ones that okay. can move things. Got it. Okay, I'm, I am not going to linger too much on some of these locations because we've got loads. Um, I've actually got six for the US. Okay. The Marshall House, um, used as a Union hospital in Civil War. Uh, you, they see ghosts of men in uniform walking around, even sighted a man holding his own severed arm, seeking help to reattach it. And um, there's children, noises of children heard in there, and taps turning on and off. And guests have even awoken with their arms outstretched, as if a nurse was taking their pulse. Really? Mm-hmm. That's horrible. Continuing, the St. Augustine Lighthouse in Florida. I've been kind of picky about this, because I didn't only wanted to include ones that I considered houses. So I'm not including castles or stuff like that. No. But I thought a lighthouse... Well, people live there. I let a lighthouse through. Uh, Built in 1874, the still-functioning lighthouse has become the home of several spirits over the course of its history. The ghosts of two little girls have been seen throughout the lighthouse. So, too, that of a woman who is often seen and heard crying and asking for help and a former lighthouse keeper who frequents the basement. Okay. One very famous house, which is apparently haunted in America... Do you know it? Is it the Amityville house? No, uh, that did come up, but I don't know how haunted that is. There's, it's more just like horrible things happened there. 
Oh, okay. There's a few places like that, though, where it's, like, classically, like, horrendous things. Uh, somewhere in Washington, D.C. The White House. The White House. Really? Yeah. It's haunted. Is it JFK? I'll tell you who it is. No, that was Texas. He went have gone all the way back. The lazy ghost. Yeah. You trying to say that JFK is a lazy ghost? No, he was very proactive. That's why he <laughs> That's got why shot. He got shot. <laughs> okay. Um, President Andrew Jackson is thought to haunt the White House, his White House bedroom. Ghosts of First Lady Abigail Adams seen floating through one of the hallways. Most frequently cited presidential ghost is that of Abraham Lincoln. I was about to say Abraham Lincoln. Eleanor Roosevelt once stated she believed she felt the presence of Lincoln watching her as she worked in the Lincoln bedroom. Honest Abe. Yeah. A.B. Links. So, and someone once uh, claimed to have actually seen the ghost of Lincoln sitting on the bed pulling off his boots. Hmm. He was another great president that got shot. Hmm. So there's no, there's no JFK ghost? Uh, not that I know of. But this, this is one which is probably the most renowned. It's the one I found the most interesting. The Myrtle's Plantation in Louisiana. Uh, no, I didn't, know about, I didn't know about any of these. Most plantations have a checkered past, thanks to their association with slavery. Mm-hmm. But this 18th century plantation stands above the rest. Several occupants and their children have died here, either from disease or murder, and it also is rumoured that a slave was lynched here after poisoning some of the family. Several distinct apparitions are reportedly are repeatedly seen here, either walking through the house or across the grounds. Um, there's so many, you know, this is considered one of the most haunted houses in America. As many as 12 different ghosts have been reported. Um, and there were 10 murders in this one building. That's more than average, isn't it? That is. Ten murders, but only tw- but 12 ghosts. 12 different ghosts have been spotted there. But 10 murders. But there was, and there was 10 murders in that place. Doesn't add up. Well, it doesn't mean... Just because just you're a ghost doesn't, doesn't mean you're murdered. <laughs> there are other ways to die. Murder is like a shocking way to die. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, just quickly, some of the other haunted places in America, not necessarily houses, but they bear mention... Uh, the Bell Witch Cave in Tennessee, haunted by a witch. The Queen Mary Hotel in California, which has reported loads of ghosts. That's the big um, old ocean liner hotel. All right. Uh, the Gettysburg Battlefield, where people have claimed to see war reenactments in front of them. Um, Waverly Hills Sanatorium in Kentucky, where people did experiments on some of the inmates. A young boy called Tim is seen there, and screams, voices, cold spots, and footsteps have all been reported around this sanatorium. And probably the most haunted place in America, the Eastern State Penitentiary in Pennsylvania. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, cackling heard from inside it. Footsteps, shadowy figures. A lot of people say due to the particularly harsh treatment of the inmates from when it was a functioning penitentiary. That's my haunted American places. Okay. When you get really, like, horrendous, I'd be interested to see if there's any, like, Auschwitz ghosts. Ah, you know what? Becca actually asked me this. My my wife went, she's a history teacher. Yeah. Um, she's, um, yeah, she went to Auschwitz at the end of last year. And I said that, I asked her that. I said, did it feel spooky? Did it feel, like, haunted? I said, it was obviously, arguably the most horrendous place in the world. Mm. And she's like, no, no, not really. It's just. I've historical. been there though. When you walk around it in the day, I guess if you did like a nighttime yeah, it's the middle thing, of the day and there's tourists everywhere. 
Yeah. Even with all that, it's still like horrible. You have a horrible feeling, but I never felt haunted. It's or like oppressive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just curious. Um, so that's some of the most haunted. You hadn't heard of any of those places? No. I didn't know the White House was haunted. Yeah. So is the Tower of London. I was there uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. And Edinburgh Castle, a lot of these famous places are very haunted. Yeah, Tower of London, again, it's the kind of place it doesn't really... When I was walking around it, it was the middle of the day, loads of tourists there, it didn't really feel very... There's There was one tower which they closed, and that's where they used to carry out some of the like, more horrific... Because obviously they executed people on the lawn, like mm. in the middle of the court. But there were people that they just lock up in one tower for years and years and years. And that, that they don't open it to the public. And it's a bit creepy. Apparently it's haunted by the ghost of Henry VI. Really? Mm. And someone, a white lady. You can smell perfume. Was there a Henry IX? Was there a Henry IX? I've never heard of him if there was. I don't know what kings we've had. I don't know royal history. Potentially there could still be a Henry IX if there hasn't been. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Isn't the kid now called Henry? Is it really? No, he's no, called George. George. What about oh. the other kid? That's a girl, isn't it? She's called Charlotte. <laughs> wow. Just made that bad. Up. Shall I go to the UK? Because mm. yeah, that's where we are. Now, it seems to me the top five haunted places in the UK. I'm going to tell you about two of them now. Um, Salisbury Hall in Lancashire. Uh, they say it's haunted by the ghost of Dorothy Southworth, uh, whose lover was killed in front of her in the building. So they say she mourns him and roams through the building. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then number four I've got on here is Athelhampton House in Dorset. Uh, where you can hear tapping sounds in the wine cellar. There's a grey lady ghost. There's the ghosts of a pair of duelists. And even, since you mentioned this earlier, animal ghosts, mm-hmm. a ghost cat has been heard and seen in this building. Paws on the wood and the stuff. Mm. That's strange, because cats are usually quite inconspicuous. Mm. So, and I have got nine lives. Clumsy. So there's nine times the amount of ghosts yeah. for each cat. But the top three that I can that keep coming up again and again in terms of houses, again I'm not including castles and stuff, mm-hmm. um, are the Woodchester Mansion, the Ancient Ram Inn, mm-hmm. and Borley Rectory. Okay. Now the reason I don't want to go into these too much now is because I want to talk more in depth about these places on a different episode. Mm-hmm. My next episode, we're going to visit one of these places. And we're going to record live from there, because they're all within two hours of us. Really? But I don't know which one we're going to yet. Cool. You up for that? Yeah, I'm well up for that. You up for that? Yeah. Okay, cool. So a strange thought, actually. You know when you see animals every day, mm-hmm. you never question if they're real or ghosts. <laughs> right. <laughs> so when you drive past a field of sheep, one of them might be a ghost. Well, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Interesting, okay. though, right? When a bird flies by, it's like, oh, that's real. Could be a ghost. Um, I think we just skim past that. Yeah. <laughs> Other haunted places in the UK, obviously not houses, but I'll just skim over them. Chillingham Castle in Northumberland, um, a blue boy is seen there, a tortured child, Lady Mary is seen there, said the Tower of London. Pluckley in Kent is a village, and they say the whole village is haunted and full of ghosts. Really? Um, 12 to 16 different ghosts reported there, including a screaming man, a highwayman, and an old woman. 
Berry, Pomeroy Castle in Devon, where a white lady and a blue lady are both seen, and Pendle Hill in Lancashire, which I mentioned earlier, where there was loads of witchcraft and things. Maybe we could try and visit that place when we talk about witchcraft. Um, so that's the most haunted places in the UK and the US. Mm-hmm. Think about them. Yeah, I don't know. It's all quite. It's all quite regular. There's nothing that you told us. Yeah, like, that's like, the thing. Right. It's when I go through the list, I'm like rattling off because it's always like. And they've seen this ghost and this ghost and this ghost, and it's always like the blue lady, the white lady, a little boy. Are you not going to give us any clues on the ones that you're thinking of taking us to? The ancient Ram Inn is apparently the most haunted building in the entire of Europe. Europe's quite big. Yeah. So. So we're going to see if we can have a look around. I don't know if I'd be up for a stay overnight. Well, no, you can't stay overnight. It's someone's house. He lives in it. Thank God. <laughs> Does he report stuff all the time? All the time. Really? Yeah. Just move out. Like how much? It's, There's it so like a much lot stuff of in that house. But like I say, we'll get into that on another episode. Mm. On my next episode. Yeah. Yeah. My next episode is we're doing a visit. Sweet. Guys. Yeah. Our Skype's going to call in a minute. We've got another caller. Sweet. Um. Okay. While we're waiting, guys, I'll tell you a little ghost story that someone sent me on Reddit. Go for it. Uh, this guy, he lived in a haunted house for a while, or what he deems to be, um, had a few things happen in it. Um, he said he once saw a grey mist appear out of nowhere, twice, and on one occasion there was a silhouette that had formed and even told him to shh when he had mistaken it for his mum. On the second occasion it had taken a form of what appeared to be a man with no sound. I didn't communicate with it, and it was a little creepy. But he had plenty more bizarre experiences in that place as well. So that's um that's the first one I'd heard where it was like actual mists forming and stuff. Yeah, that seems a bit weird. Because you see that in photos, it looks like a mist. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, another guy from Australia um, who said he lived in a haunted house, he said he used to hear from the the where his window was, you could see the window of the other part of the house because it was like a gap. And through that window, there was an old piano in that room. Mm. And he said in his room... He used to hear that piano playing, but when you look through the window, there's no one at the piano. Oh, that that really freaked me out. Mm. Definitely have to move. Hello. 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 Um, thanks for calling. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having us. That's great. So uh, we're talking about haunted houses today. Yes. Um, and <laughs> you've lived in a haunted house. We have we together, yeah, for about a year and a half. Okay. And yeah. When... Yeah, maybe just under that. How long ago was this? Four years ago? So it would be November 2010 to November, December 2011, yeah. We moved out and we could move right to Hamilton. Yeah. So what it was, it was a quadplex. It was a building that had, uh, no, six units? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, what were some of the things you experienced whilst living there? Well, you were fine on your own. Yeah, I never had any experiences on my own, ever. And then he moved in, and very quickly things started to happen. Um, so I think the first thing process. the like, first thing that happened was... Yeah, so we had um, a Christmas gift that was given to us. We were in school, so we went to university in a town called Guelph. And um, we got uh, like a gift set, so it's a, it's a 12-ounce bottle of whiskey with a couple of rocks glasses in it. So we took the whiskey, went to a party... We kept everything for alcohol really on top of the fridge. So we just put this aluminum case with the rocks glasses in it on top of the fridge. 
And uh, when you open the door, what goes right into the kitchen. So we opened the door, we went into the kitchen. And, and we came back from the party. Yeah, in the middle of the floor in the kitchen, the tin was open, open and glasses on either, either side, side, completely parallel. And that just... It really, it really scared. But we thought somebody was in the house at that point, yeah. and we left right yeah. away. Yeah, so we were the we were the only ones that had keys. But then from then on, it was um, it ramped up where it got worse and worse and more often. And uh, it, it, it the just, light, it then the second crazy. thing I think the the light. Remember, we went to bed and the light switch was beside me. Oh, really? yeah. It was, and we, we would click the light switch off, and then would the light switches would go on and off. Yeah. Um, we had um, if we ever left dishes out ever like we clean dishes left them on the rack to dry um you would always hear the sound of porcelain as if the plates were going like this rubbing together yeah. or if we left empty beer balls out you would hear them clinging and we had a cat so first we you can only attribute so much to the cat and then we yeah. got, it started getting more and more we're like okay and the cat started acting weird well and she was time. an outside cat yeah. too so it would it would be scary when like above the bed there was a loft area and i kept all my textbooks and things there and um you would hear like in heavy boxes, right? Um, and we would hear as we were sleeping, the boxes would shift from left to right, like across the the loft area from one wall to the other wall. And they were really, really heavy textbooks and boxes. And the cat was fascinated with the loft. We had a fan, like a, a standing tall fan, lifted from one side of the bed and thrown to the other side onto the floor. Uh, it was, like she said, a heavy, tall uh, steel fan. And um, right beside me, a foot away from me, was this fan. So when I turned around, it was laying in the middle of the room. And so from the distance, about 10 feet, right? And it would have to go over the bed and around the ladder of that goes up to the loft, right? So I, I, I went to her. Her name is Ashley. I said, Ashley, why didn't you pick the fan up? But as soon as I said it, I realized dude, I would have seen her. You well, know, and you knock it over, I would have heard it You should have heard it crash. Yeah, it so didn't. Just, when it came to my mouth, I was like, oh, my God, again, right? There were a couple times where yeah. we didn't stay. Like, there were a couple yeah, times no. where we were yeah. too afraid, and we actually would leave the house. Yeah. And then when we finally moved out of the house, um, we went back to to collect some of the last-minute garbage and stuff like that, and the stench, the, it was like mm. nothing you've ever smelled before. Like, yeah. it was... It was like animal, not animal waste. It was like, it was more pungent, but it was so It thick. was terrible. And like, we, we were literally there in the morning, and we came back a couple hours later, and it was so thick, it was, it was, it was awful. It was, it was, it was scary too, but, um, we, it, it got, it really started to escalate, um, as we, when we moved in about five or six months in, and, um, if anyone has a cat, you know that feeling when you wake up in the middle of the night and the cat's walking up your leg. Mm-hmm. So we, we we always instinctually just go to pet the cat, and the cat's not there. And then you realize the cat's yeah. outside. So then we'd have toes being pulled, hair being pulled. I over. used to yell at him. I would wake up and yell at him for pulling my hair. Yeah, whispers. I always he, got, uh, like, if someone put, came up with their fingers and went like, right in your face, it would wake me up. And that would happen two or three times during the whole time we were there. We were just, you know, dead at night where you see your fingers snap and you wake up and you're just shook you know with fear we, yeah even our next like so we moved from that house to this house, no to an apartment yeah and your mom actually bought us incense yeah. to bless the house <laughs> yeah. so that we could whatever was in that other house couldn't follow us yeah. and we really haven't ever had anything happen since nope never never again what i was going to ask is while while you were living in that house um mm-hmm. obviously you kept experiencing strange things but were you did you feel like it was haunted and did it bother you as yeah, you, you were always uneasy. 
you're never comfortable. At night, you're, I was always... It's, it's, it's almost... It's a strange thing, though. You get used to it, which that's is That's the weirdest you get, thing, is you, you actually... Get used to it. But, you, I mean, you never are like, oh, you know, it's okay. Like, you're always afraid. Yeah. But then it's almost like the fear just becomes almost part of your day-to-day mm-hmm. kind of life. So you ne- you get used to never feeling okay. Yeah, you just we just would... Something would, something would happen again, and then, like, like the plates and all the noises, we that we got used to. Yeah. Um, when it would touch us, um, you hear things like the whispers and um, anything like that where it was more escalated more than just sounds. Uh, that's we would just go, okay, let's just go somewhere else tonight, and then next day we'll come back. Yeah. And carry oh, so, on. so you would leave and stay elsewhere sometimes? We yeah. would, yeah. We had lots of friends in town, we just, go yeah. there, and they all like to talk about it, right? It was a, there's a story for them. So you would just knock on the door and be like, the ghost's back again. So Yeah, basically, which just sounds like a weird thing to say, but that I don't think yeah. there was ever a time where we, like, ran out screaming. Like, no, I, the first really. one really scared us. Oh, the light switch. Light switch this light yeah. switch, it's an old building, and we're in talking to, we talked to our, our landowner and, and said, like, is this anyone else ever complained? She said no, but she told us this yeah. was, like, our, Guelph itself is a very old, old city, so mm. um, the building we lived in, was the first ever Jewish-owned building, property that was allowed there, apparently, and it was an old butcher shop, too. So on the siding, when they took off the siding to replace it, there was, you could see where there was a, used to be a large Star of David, so I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but, but none of the neighbors, we talked to our neighbors, and no one had no. experienced anything. And nothing happened with us until I moved in. Yeah, and when I lived there by myself, yeah. there was, honestly, I never had any, nothing, nothing at all. And you, you haven't had anything since you left that place? No, we never have. Never. Hmm. Back around mine, we're kind of waiting, you know? Yeah. It never really leaves you when it happens. No, so you're expecting it to reappear. Anyway, right? You just, you never, you never saw anything. It wasn't like a dramatic episode like you see in a movie. Like, no, it was not like that. Hurled or no. screams. And Our cupboards like were never all opened at no. the same time. Or the, the touching we really didn't like. That's the touching right, yeah, was the, that's really that really bad one. Yeah, really I'm... Good. I must admit, like, uh, me and Bob were talking about it um, before we started recording the pub um, this afternoon. And we were saying, like, the, the stuff with, like, the light switches and furniture moving around the house, as long as it wasn't really dramatic, we were saying, I, I would probably find that really annoying. Um, but not, well, not and that's scary. when it gets to that point. But yeah. then, you know, like, it's it's annoying, but then you're like, I'm not doing this, and you're not doing this, and our windows are closed. Like, there's no wind. Yeah. So that is very unsettling, and that's scary, and you know that, like, there's something else with you that's doing it. It's not mm. just, I mean, an object can't do it on its own, so that part is scary. Yeah, but the light but switches, too, they were, like, go to go back to that. They weren't, like, the modern ones where really you just flick it. Like, like it was, like, a heavy... The springs are inside, right? So there's pressure, you have to, you have to force it up, and it makes that loud click. Right? Right. So one night, because it was right beside our bed, we turned it off, and as soon as we got our heads down, which is, you know, three seconds... Click, it's sticking right back up, lights came on, right? That, that's how it was. You walk in, you go, oh, I'm not going to move this today. Yeah. Okay, um, the other thing we've been talking about is, um, so if a house is haunted um, by something you believe to be a ghost, mm-hmm. what do you consider a ghost to be? Oh, good question. I have no idea. Okay. I, 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 if, if you think about it, it's in a, a variety of things, I guess it could be, right? Well, I, I just, based on our experience, like, I don't know that I... I would not be able to say, oh, it was masculine or, oh, it was feminine. There was, no. it was just mm. experiences. Like, it didn't feel like. It had a personality. In no, way. it didn't. It didn't feel like there was another person in the room with us. No. But it also didn't feel like it was like, 
you know, you see things on TV about demons and things like that. It didn't feel like that well, either. Yeah, it just it, felt like experiences that were happening in our home that yeah. we weren't doing or creating. The smell thing. The smell, the thing, smell thing really scared us. To me. Like, it was so thick. Like, it was, and you, if, if any of you are pet owners, you know it dog or cat waste smells like and it wasn't that it was as it if was like, like rotting a whole frat party that was up drinking all night only eating pizza and chicken wings and they just went to town in your living room right it was so bad and there was no source because we had to clean the place so we we thought okay, we had just we cleaned up, everything nothing, nothing. the water we like it, we didn't turn the water off or the heat or the air or anything like all the electricity everything nothing was rotting. still running the way it should have been. I mean, we even smelled like the bathroom and things yeah. like that, the pipes under the sink. If you have like a, a mouse that dies and it has like that kind of smell, you then you find it. But this was like as if the it was so thick. It was everywhere. so thick. Everywhere, every room was the same level. It's not like it, it was dissipated any kind or anything. It was so yeah. bad. And that spooked me because I was like, oh, okay, whatever this is, it's fixed. Yeah. So let's get our shit go. Well, thanks for calling in. We really appreciate hearing from you. No problem. Thanks for having us. And. um... You're getting married soon? Mm-hmm. Two weeks. We are. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. <laughs> Good luck with the wedding. Thank, Thank you very, very much. much. Okay, um, thanks for calling. Yeah. No problem. Take care, Let guys. Let me know if you need anything else. Okay, thank you. Cheers. All right, bye-bye. Now, we've talked about some haunted houses. We've listened to a few experiences. We've read a few experiences. It's exactly where we were at the beginning of the show, right? Yeah. Like, don't know what this is. Yeah, is. And it is, really... all, it is all similar. I lived here, things I didn't know happened, I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And now I've moved out. Now I've moved out. Yeah. Would you, do you think you could live with it? It depends on what it was. I think um, like if I was downstairs and I, so I, I just went downstairs, or I turned all the lights off and everything. If I then went back upstairs and I was on my own in the house mm. and the light was on, I could live with that. Mm. I'd be like, oh, okay. Oh, it's... Jeffrey the ghost again if I would turn the switch off and then it turned on immediately like in front of my finger that would really freak me out what about if every time you went to brush your teeth you looked up in the mirror and there's someone a face behind you yeah I'd move out every time instantly <laughs> instantly um yeah what about I, if you're trying I'm... to sleep and they're just going Bing. you know what I'm like I haven't got a high scare threshold oh we've said this before Neither, none of us do high <laughs> like scare threshold I think we're all quite wimpish. Yeah, definitely. So I talked about haunted places in the US, talked about haunted places in the UK. I'm just going to say about a couple of renowned haunted places around the world. Um, you've got the Skirid Inn in Wales. I, well, when I said US, UK, I actually meant US, England, because there's so many in England. So I've included Wales, Scotland and everything in the rest of the world. Okay. No offence to any of our Scottish listeners, because we have quite a few Scottish listeners. And Scotland's a lovely place. It is. Um, Again, this is all the thing where it's like, site of numerous hangings over the centuries, and um, Rose Hall in Jamaica. Um, Former plantation, voodoo practice. Really? Again, it's bad things happen, there's echoes of it. Voodoo Mama Juju. Voodoo Mama Juju. Uh, Borgvatnet in Sweden, the haunted vicarage. A vicarage. Um, it's had uh, hauntings reported there since 1927. Banff Springs Hotel in Canada. Family was murdered in room 873. The room was bricked up and the family is still seen. Also, a bride fell down the stairs because her dress caught a light. Mm-hmm. And you, you see a woman um, in a wedding dress roaming the place. 
a charred wedding yeah. dress. Well, they say you can sometimes see smoke on it. Really? Yeah. 60s bellboy called Sam sometimes helps guests to their room, turns on lights and opens doors. Mm. <laughs> Last one, Monte Cristo. Um, the home, Monte Cristo homestead in Australia had a number of tragic events. Now we're talking about tragic events. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, a child was dropped down the stairs and killed. Ooh. A maid fell from the balcony and died. A stable boy was burned to death. There was a mentally ill man named Harold, who was the caretaker's son, who was chained up there for 40 years, found curled up next to the body of his dead mother. Lovely. Um, and another caretaker was murdered. All them bad things happen in this place. What do you get? Haunted house. It's exactly it. Yeah. Bad stuff. Haunted that house. seems to be the, the common factor, right? Mm. I'm just going to scout over a couple of places that aren't houses as such, like I did for the other places. Edinburgh Castle. Island of the Dolls in Mexico. Whispers and stuff heard there. Chateau de Brissac in France, a lady in green. The Castle of Good Hope in um, uh, South Africa. A crying woman heard and seen. Uh, Bubenhausen Barracks in Germany, World War II soldiers seen. The Old Changi Hospital in Singapore. Bloody soldiers, wandering children seen. Um, so many. Forbidden City in China. Greyfriars Kirkyard in Scotland, which I've been to. Really? Mm. The Hellfire Club in Ireland. Fort George in Canada, Lawang Sewu in Indonesia, Pereglia Island in Italy, um, and the Akershus Fortress in Norway. All renowned haunted places throughout the world. It's interesting you said the Hellfire thing, because the Hellfire Caves in Wickham. Yeah, we have some near us. Um, yeah, my wife went there like on a school holiday years ago with her grandparents, mm-hmm. and she said it's horrible. I've been there, it's very interesting. Caves. Caves are different though, aren't they? Mm. Caves do feel scary. So, like I say, there's no ghost story of the week this week because we've heard our episodes worth of ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to contact us, unexplainableuk at mail.com. Our next episode is beef hosting. It's uh, demon possession next time. So if you've got any stories about that, message us. Our episode after that, Tis, what's your next episode? A psychedelic experience. Uh, if you have any strange psychedelic experiences, contact Tis. And... We're going to have a special episode for our 10th one, which we won't go into now, but then my next episode will be visiting a haunted location. It'll be our first road trip episode. Um, if you want to visit the blog, I'll put up some links. The uh, I'll put up some of the websites I was using today on the blog for the haunted houses. I'll put up a link to the guy's story I said about at the beginning. The one I was using a lot of is placesyoursee.com, so I'll put that on there. Like I said, we've bought ourselves a portable recorder now, so we're going to try and do some stuff on the move. And um, we appreciate any donations you throw away because, you know, this is all out of our own pocket. We love doing it, but (laughs) if you want to help out, you can. If you go to uh, unexplainable.podomatic.com, on the right-hand side, you'll see a donate button for PayPal, and we'd love that, wouldn't we? That'd be awesome. Uh, You got anything else to say about haunted houses? I don't think so. Tears, you got anything else to say about Hoyt Houses? Nope. Well, until next time. Oh man, I, was, I had one and I can't remember it. Oh, why didn't you write it down? Yeah, I know.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.